Welcome to episode two of Verbal Diary with me, Cy Jobling. And me, James Norton. How you doing, fella? I'm pretty good, actually. Pretty good. It's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded, is that right? That's the rhythm we're going for every two weeks. I can feel the rhythm. Feel the rhythm, feel the ride. So how's the walking? Not much is happening apart from the daily commutes. Um, racking up a few K, well, a few miles every day, quite easily, but... Nothing significant since the last one. You almost went metric. Um, so what else has been happening other than a lack of walking? Well, I've sorted out the microphone situation on this. The previous recording was pretty dire on my end, I think. It was a tricky edit. I'm, I know you had great fun trying to get something out of all that all recording. <laughs> So we we published a 34 or so minute episode from an hour and 25 minutes worth of recording. And yeah, it, it was a tricky edit, but it was good fun. It was good fun. So what's your microphone set up? So I have now opted for one of these Blue Snowball microphones. It's a USB job, um, but it's definitely picking up audio quality better. So um, we had a few listeners to episode one. How did our server hold up? Well. The server struggled a little bit. Thankfully, the MP3s were hosted on Google, so that was fine. But the feed, the website, and all that jazz on my little hobby site just fell apart. Um, I had a lot of email alerts about downtime, so I took the initiative to try somewhere else and trying desperately to migrate the website to a new provider. Um, so far, so good, almost. Um <laughs> I'm trying to get my head straight on some of this as we talk about the fact we are people that work in tech that don't really do tech anymore. Definitely highlights the fact that I have been out of tech for a little bit too long. <laughs> it's not hard. I mean, it's a WordPress website, right? It's, it shouldn't be complicated to move this stuff. Um, actually, getting the website across is fine. It's all configuration bits and keeping the secure HTTPS sort of certificate set up and DNS and Cloudflare and all that other stuff that makes it so complicated. I wish I hadn't bothered. So we're getting there. Um, I've reached out to get a bit of help. Linode have been pretty helpful so far. They're, they're not typically there to support websites. They're there to support the architecture. That's the say in the ticket. But they've given me a few pointers to help out. Um, hopefully by the time this goes out, we'll be moved across and the performance will be so much better. Okay, so when was the last time you wrote code? What do you mean by code? Do you mean production code? Or do you mean yeah. code just to fulfill a task? Just to fulfill a task. Just say you've actually dabbled in a code editor. Oh, f- February. So maybe about five weeks last ago. Last month. That's, that's not too bad. What were you what doing on that, though? Well, I've not touched... Well, actually, I have obviously touched some code recently to do this migration. I was uh, SSHing in, changing... Apache configurations, so yeah, about two days ago. <laughs> and before that? Before that, it has been a while. Um, but doing some work with the team recently as well, without delving into details, and actually made some suggestions which were qualified. <laughs> they said, not a bad idea, Si. Wow. <laughs> Are you sure they weren't just being sycophantic? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they humoured me I went with it I felt a little bit of satisfaction from that give it a go right you've got to, you've got to try, try to look talk about what you know know what you're talking about maybe I'll go and do a code review this week oh. 
But I mean, we are trying to work into this open internal source. Hang on, internal open source model. So you're absolutely welcome to contribute. Yep. So um, if everything goes horribly wrong on the internet at any point this week, blame me. Um, Will do. <laughs> so that's that. Yeah. So I, I've I've had a bit of a, a bit of a beef with tech this week as well, actually. Tell me more, mate. Well, I get forced, and I do mean forced, into using WhatsApp. Not my favourite uh, chat tool, especially with who owns them these days. And um, the worst thing is the hit on battery life that using WhatsApp web takes. Um, I don't it, think it's limited to the web, to be honest. Well, I find it's okay if if I don't if if I go into WhatsApp and I just log out from all of the WhatsApp desktop, WhatsApp web uh, connections I've got. It seems absolutely fine. Doesn't really impact battery at all. I find in, in any unusual way. But mm. using WhatsApp web or WhatsApp desktop, it absolutely hammers my iPhone battery life, and it's really bad. So it, it's really annoying because the it really. It really hammers it, and I don't really know why. Well, it's going to be connecting like constantly, won't it? To get that pure message going through. That why live is it connecting me. constantly? I mean, the app gets notifications when I get a message, and at that point, why doesn't it then update the web or desktop view that I've got open, and vice versa? I can update the desktop view, and it should send a notification to the phone, wake up the app, and send it. Even better would be if they had a decent infrastructure and a decent architecture of their system whereby the desktop client could connect independently of the phone. So if your phone's switched off, it should still work. Now, that would um, be good. I mean, considering who owns them, they have got the architecture for that. But have they? It's, it's Facebook, right? Yeah, but it's not, it's not tied to Facebook Messenger. No, so... no, but they've got those sort of links, you know, the architecture and the investments there. I mean, They've certainly they've, got the money. They've got the cash. And considering, but my my concern is the conflicts of interest. They've got Messenger, which is their big chat client, and WhatsApp. Which one are they actually going to put their money against? Or are they just going to go, we'll have both of you and see what happens? Well, that seems to be what they're doing. But I wish it worked more like iMessage or um, Or even Google Hangouts or, or Facebook Messenger or a little bit more like Signal or any of those apps whereby each client is its own independent connection to the servers that 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 would be a significant enhancement in my personal opinion so mark zuckerberg i know you're listening to this podcast how could you not be our um, mark as i call him sorry our mark <laughs> our mark yeah no, he, he's 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 a close personal friend of neither of us but i'm sure he's listening to this podcast and please can you fix this for me just for me yeah just for you I mean, I'm I'm trying to work out what, why do you use WhatsApp web so much? Well, if I'm sitting primarily at work, I'm sitting on my laptop and Doing people are work, messaging clearly. me. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm working, but pe- people are messaging <laughs> me and um, I want to be able to reply to them without having to pull my phone out of my pocket every time I get a message. Right. That is a, a convenience because I sit at a desktop, well, it's actually a laptop, um, all day. So it, it seems mm. obvious. Anyway, let's not get into the semantics of, of, of what I'm doing during my working day. Um, instead, let's, let's just accept that Mark Zuckerberg is wrong. It could be better. And it should be better. And I wish it was better. But it's the, not. The other thing I was going to ask you, I've got the same problem. 
we both have families and networks of people that use WhatsApp because it's mass market. I hate that shit and I rarely open it up purely because I hate the app. But trying to educate people to move off it is impossible as well. Well, you can't. Then you have to wait for network effects to come along. So if enough people get off WhatsApp, then there'll be a change. And actually, I, I tend to slightly disagree with you in as much as I actually think the app is pretty good. It's just this battery life issue connecting to WhatsApp desktop in my case, um, which is really bad. So if any listener out there has a solution to this, uh, and that includes you, Mark, please do feel free to tweet uh, to me at Nortals or, or tweet at the show. Simon, what's the Twitter handle for the show? Verbal Diary Show. There you go. So you've got all that you need in order to help us and help me to solve what is clearly a, an existential crisis. Absolutely. Um, Let's move on. I think I think uh, I, th- I think I've had a bit of a rant. I feel a little bit better now. Um, you got it off your chest. Do you feel better now? A little bit. A little bit. Good. We, we've we've got positive and exciting things to discuss today. Haven't well, we? let's hope so. Right. I mean, we've talked about this a few times in our bants mode, uh, and it's all around the to-do apps and list management and all that sort of jazz. Right. Right. So. We seem to have differing opinions of what a good to-do app is, um, and even what a, a to-do app should do as well. Um, do we? Well, you, you, I mean, when I raised this topic, I called it list management, and you said, is it? <laughs> well, okay, so what, what, let's, let's keep it simple to begin with, because that yeah. suits both of us probably down to the ground. What is, what, what, what is a to-do app? <clears throat> well, what's it meant to do? It's meant to manage your tasks that you've got to do over a certain time period uh, and maybe prioritise them, check them off when they're done. What else do you need to do around that, per se? Well, there's potentially quite a lot of things. So do you, do you rely on your task management app to notify you of things at particular times? Do you like to have longer running tasks that maybe you add notes and comments and thoughts to as you go along? Do you, you mentioned prioritization, so you can have different prioritizations. Um, do, do you like to organize your tasks into independent projects, into different lists? Do you want to focus on what have I got to do today, or do you want to see the whole, sort of the whole piece? Um, and there's probably other considerations as well. Okay. You fleshed it out pretty well there. I was trying to keep it simple. You've made it into a, more than an MVP now. Yeah, well, yeah, we're not we're not trying to build software here. We're trying to build systems, and sometimes well, the there is, the MVP is complicated. The the MVP obviously being the minimum viable product. It, sometimes it just is more complex in a system. So, but but it's all about what 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 are you looking for? Well, okay, so you've touched on a lot of interesting stuff there. So there's definitely sort of grouping and pro and like around projects, um, being time oriented as well. Um, Shall I just jump into what I use at the moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I've been through loads of different apps. Um, I, I've, project management is a different topic. We'll save it for another day. But when I talk to my, about my daily reg, like reg, um, schedule, I tend to use Bear, the Bear app for iOS. I think MacOS, is it on Android? I'm not sure. No, not yet. I think it's purely Apple ecosystem. Because it's tied into um, CloudKit anyway. And... Um, I like the fact I can use that to just put in my daily agenda for what I've got to do so I can actually time-base them, 
make little check check boxes for each task. But uh, along with that, I can actually put notes next to them as well and link off to other documents within my notes at Bear Notes app to make any more detailed notes out of it as well. Um, what do you think about that? Bear. So I've used Bear. Great little app. It definitely makes notes better. Yeah, isn't it more of a note app? It's, that's what I mean. It's meant to be a notes app, right? But the, the fact that with Markdown you can create checklists as well, it just made it really simple for me to kind of create that daily agenda, group stuff together, bump it around. But so you're using think, Markdown? Yeah. Do you not use Markdown? I've used it in the past. I don't, I'm not using it presently. Um, so talk, talk me through it. Talk me through it. How, how do you how, how do you make that work for you in Bear? Well, for me, it's my opportunity to kind of get my head straight at the start of the week, and then for every start of the, every day as well. So, um, like today is Monday. So the first thing I did this morning was get Bear Notes up, look at my daily my agenda for the week, start putting down the little tasks that I need to do for the week, and then go into the today. Break down the the agenda with some checkpoints as well, with times next to them as well, um, and then put some bullet points next to each action that might need some more um, sort of context, maybe some ideas around those those things I need to get done. I mean, bear in mind I've got a lot of meetings as well through my day now, um, so I might need to do some prep before the meetings as well. Um, maybe some prep for meetings later in the week as well. So it's 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 a nice way of just getting a brain dump of everything and get my head straight at certain points of the week as well um okay. the fact i can drop in like images multimedia links um i can tag it up as well with the, the hashtags i use uh, and it just synchronizes this is the beauty for me actually the fact i can do this on my mac or my iphone or my ipad and it just synchronizes dead easily so are you using those media uh, and tagging features these are tags, definitely, because um, I can group up my notes as well, like whether it's project-related, whether it's meeting-related, or whatever, work, finance, whatever it might be, I can just actually easily tag them up. They have got these beautiful little custom emojis as well when you actually do use certain tags. It's a little bit of a yeah. geek of me, but, you know, it's, it's a nice little touch they've put in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So that's how I tend to use it. What about you? Well... I'm kind of kind of want to stick with you just for a second. Okay. So it sounds a little bit like you're using it as a bullet journal. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. 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 It's not like something where you can just go create repeat of items. It won't alert me when there's you know date based mm. stuff as well or location based stuff. So this is interesting. I use this for my daily agenda. But when I'm doing stuff like shopping or which we can talk about a little bit later, but if I if I need a reminder to go oh, on the way home, make sure you grab some milk, I will jump back into the standard to do app, the reminders app in on the you know, the Apple world because it is aware. It's aware of time, it's aware of location. I can it can just give me a nice prompt on my watch as well. So I don't have to get my phone out. So it's that, it's that differentiation between whether it's work-related tasking or whether it's just sort of personal domestic stuff, I guess. It's interesting that you use Bear for that. So it sounds like you're somewhere in the world of, of bullet journaling and outlining. That That's kind of what it feels like to me. I don't know if you've done... Have you tried outlining at all? No. You have to explain that. I think you might like outlining by the sounds of it. So... Um, 
there's a couple of different uh, apps out there for outlining. Um, some I've used, uh, the most, um, probably the best one that I've used, the best app that I've used, is probably TaskPaper. So TaskPaper is both an app and a format. It's a little markup language. It's, it's incredibly simple. There are only a couple of significant characters. So there's um, colons, dashes, and um, uh, that's it. Tabs, I think, might be a significant character as well. Um, it's incredibly straightforward, and it allows you to structure documents such that you can have tasks lists that you can check off, and, and, and you can have projects, and, and you can have tags, and, and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so you might enjoy that sort of thing, and, and task paper might be worth having a look at. The, the other um, one that some people use is an app called Dynalist, which is a little bit more advanced. It has um, uh, some, some more features to it. I haven't really used it myself, so I'm going to have to kind of leave it there. But when it comes to Bear itself, I mean, I used Bear as a uh, notes app when it first came out, and I've, I've tried it a couple of times since. Uh, I never loved it. I liked it. I just found it a bit... So the, the problem is that if I put tasks into Bear, I found they would get lost very quickly. And although the folder structure stuff with the hashtags, etc., is incredibly flexible, I just I just found it actually too flexible, and I didn't find it that nice to to put this stuff together. I found I had kept I was continuously reorganising, and and I think I actually wanted something with a bit less flexibility. So, Bear never has never really stuck for me. Beautiful apps on all platforms. Um, it's a very nice product. It just hasn't quite stuck for me. Uh, I, I know it's not grabbed everyone. Um, but there's definitely some people out there, especially who I work with, who said, "Oh yeah, I've got Bear. It's just it's just making it so much easier to just take notes." Um, and I think that's what it's meant to do. It's not meant to do much more. But as I say, it's just fell into my sort of habits of working. It's, it, I could say I think the cross device synchronization is just the best bit about it for me. So it just doesn't matter which device I pick up, everything's there waiting for me. Um, and even the the sort of the extensions when you're in iOS, you can share to Bear straight away. So you, you know if you might be looking at a tweet or something, you can actually share that straight to the end of a note on Bear and pick it up later. Um, I like those sort of little tricks that they've added. And they've got good drag and drop on on the iPad as well. It's it's a great app. Don't get me wrong. Mm. It just hasn't quite stuck for me. It's just not, so, I know so, it's not a traditional to do app. That's all. So but like I say, it works for me. Well, if it works, then. That's great. It's definitely not a to-do app. Um, but but so 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 do you use Bear for your notes and your tasks and everything? Uh, like I say, for a lot of my work-related agendas and stuff, yeah, it's Bear all the way. Um, but for more domestic purposes, like say shopping or holidays or you know DIY, whatever it might be, then I'll probably jump back into. Um, the standard reminders app and just use that for its more context awareness I'm curious what you you do actually so um, so I, I've switched to Apple Notes for notes so um, I'd stayed away from it for a while because I went through a period of, of using my iPad for quite a lot of work stuff but I, I've frankly given up on that I just find that it, it it doesn't really work for me. 
um, e even with the latest updates, I I'm happiest on my Mac, and especially with the latest MacBook Pros, they're so much smaller that even the size advantage of the iPad is 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 less these days. Um, and and the reason why I stayed away from it uh, on uh, previously was because you couldn't manage, create, and work with folders on iOS, and you still can't, in fact. You can view folders, but you can't create folders, you can't really do much with folders, and I, I wanted to have folders. On the Mac, you can. And so, now that I've accepted that the Mac is definitely my primary device for pretty much everything I do work-wise, uh, I do use my iPhone a fair bit, but but otherwise it is the Mac, um, I, I'm, I'm using Apple Notes, and I'm really happy with it for now. I'll probably switch again. Uh, I've got it set up exactly as I want, and uh, the syncing is, is, is reasonably good. I don't actually think it's as fast as Bear to sync, but it's pretty good. It's got uh, a couple of things that Bear doesn't have, like tables. Uh, I actually use tables in, in Notes surprising amount. Surprise myself. That, that's a recent addition, isn't it, from the latest updates? The t tables has been there for a little while in Notes, I think. I'm not actually sure. Okay. I'll have to say, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm very happy with it. It's working well for me. And and so uh, that's what I'm using. Uh, and I only use Bear for notes. And I, sorry, I'm not using Bear at all. I only use Apple Notes for notes. And I use it for everything now. I've, got, I've actually, this is the one time, the one place that I'm combining personal and work information, which I don't tend to like to do. But I am doing it <clears throat> inside, um, inside notes. Now, one app I'm keeping an eye on uh, and and isn't there for me yet, but for work stuff, I think could end up being the app. Is one called Agenda, um, and this is this is a Notes app. It's only available on uh, the Mac right now. It's not available on the iPhone, which is one reason I'm not using it. It's also it's just not quite there with features. But it's got some stuff in there that I love. So it's got uh, it can sync with your calendar. And you can then attach a note to a meeting. And that oh, nice. is very nice. It doesn't really support subfolders. Um, it, it's really just projects. And then notes get attached to a project. But they also get attached to a meeting. And actually, but actually, I think I could probably make it work. It does add something for me, that, that feature. So I have a lot of meetings mm. at work. And I take notes in meetings. And also, I do a lot of meeting prep. Uh, for some, well, not for all meetings, but for quite a few of them, where I wanted to, to take notes and say, hey, this is what we're going to discuss in this meeting. And, and right now, using Apple Notes, I have a folder in my Apple Notes called Meeting Notes, which is, is not ideal with Agenda. You just click on the meeting you're in, in, in the calendar view, and it shows you the notes you've prepared for it, and then you can have more notes as well. Nice. So it's an interesting app. I, I'm keeping an eye on it. It hasn't had an update. just having a look right now, actually as to when it had its last update. The last update was good. It added a little bit of extra stability, which is always lovely. Uh, when did they last? Oh, no, it had an update a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's had some, some nice new features added. I should probably have another little play with it. But really, until they have a, a phone app, it, it's not going to be for me. But it's definitely one that I'm keeping an eye on. And I, I've tried a couple of other note-taking apps. I, I used to be an Evernote. I've tried OneNote. Um, these things don't really work for me for various reasons. OneNote is way too heavy. It's got way too many features for me. I don't particularly like the way it looks, um, and I really don't like it on 
on uh, the iPhone. So, so I moved away from OneNote fairly quickly. Uh, but Agenda is definitely one that I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. But that's just for notes. I don't do any task management in there. I don't do any lists. Nothing like that. It's just notes. Based on meetings as well, though. So you have got some sort of double purpose in there. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it does look yeah. pretty versatile from what I've just seen. But like I say, lacking that uh, that mobile app. Absolutely. Synchronization Absolutely. is yeah, it's going to be a deal breaker for me as well. Yeah, so, so I use Notes, Apple Notes, um, and, and that's, but it's just for Notes. I, I'm just having a look sure. through, through my uh, stuff now. I don't, have, I don't think I've got a single list or a single to-do you know, checkbox uh, item in there. I've got loads of attachments. It's great that you can just shove that on there. Um, I, I've, it, I am contemplating on my Mac and possibly my iPhone, but certainly on my Mac, I am contemplating using um, Apple Email as well, Apple Mail. Uh, instead right. of Outlook for work stuff, because you can wow. actually drag emails into the Notes app and they get synced. So that is something I've been contemplating. I've, I've never, it's never really stuck me in the past, but that that little combo could be very useful because I'm, I, I like to get all of all of the info that I get in email. I like to get it out of emails as quickly as possible. Right. So you're you're looking for those sort of context to where drop downs and in in mail. That you can just jump straight into a, a to do or note or something there. Well, no, it's not, it's not so much that. I would just drag it into the note, just drag the email into the note, and it gets stored as a uh, separate file inside the note, and I can view it anywhere, and, and that's quite convenient. But, um, See, you mentioned Outlook then as well. Um, mm. I'm a big convert for Outlook over the last year or so because of the way they've just kind of embraced um, iOS and the Apple ecosystem. Uh, it's a lot easier to use and be <clears throat> you know when we've got exchange email to plug into and all that jazz it just works you know uh, even with gmail and i don't think icloud supported in outlook is it um, um i think it is uh, not that i use icloud for any email purposes i'm just really easy are you for... talking are you talking about outlook for for ios well all of it yeah mac ios so ipad and iphone they are very different animals yeah oh they are but they do just work and they are a lot more versatile than what apple have at the box as well well i, I would say it's arguable so i think i think on the mac um if you're just doing email I, i'm not sure that it adds anything on top much uh, i think it looks a bit better than apple's mail app uh, which i find myself shocked at saying but i think it does um but it doesn't i don't think it has a hold on bear with me a second so I think it looks a little bit better than Apple's Mail app on the Mac, which is a bit shocking to say, but but I don't think it really adds very much um, in there. I, th- I think some of the power user stuff, you know, I, I find it a lot easier to sort of multitask with emails in Outlook and items, uh, like, even archiving, deleting, moving. It's The gestures just make it so much quicker as well. Mm. Um, you don't get that, I don't think, in Mail. Not as easy anyway. It takes a lot more tinkering to get it to work. Mail on Mac has, has come a long way in the last few releases. It might be worth having another look at that, but it's, it still wouldn't be my choice. Um, but on the iPhone, it's a very different picture. On the iPhone, uh, Outlook for iOS, yeah, um, it, it's the app um, for me. I think it's far superior to Apple's Mail app, uh, if only for the snoozing. Um, it, it, you know, it's, its origins, it's, it's an app that Microsoft actually bought 
um, what was it? I can't remember what it was called now. But um, it, it's an app they bought. I was using it before they bought it. They've moved it forward a bit, uh, and I think in, in largely positive ways. It has had some horrific bugs in the last year and a half. But most of that seems to be ironed out now. And yeah, I, 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 think, it's, I think it's a great app. I use that on, that's what I use on my phone. Yeah, I'm absolutely the same at the moment. I'm a big convert for Outlook, especially for, yeah, I'll say bulk email management is so much quicker and easier to use. See, I think it's a lot more performant than the native mail app as well. It doesn't seem to have that delay that you have sometimes when you sort of swipe into hide and archive or delete items. It just happens pretty much instantly. And even the multi-select, you can just hold an item in Outlook. Whereas in mail, you don't get that luxury at all. You have to individually treat each one or go through the bulk toggle at the bottom or top of the, the app. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've completely jumped from task management and list management. But the only reason I ask that, because the desktop Outlook app does have task management built in. I've never used that in all my years of being on computers. I just found it horribly clunky and difficult to use. So, just curious what you actually use after all that. I've used the Outlook app for uh, task management. It's horrible. Um, Task management is a huge subject. And we're not going to try and cover it all now, I hope. Um, but uh, it, there are so many different ways of going about it. So, so, so you work in, in, in an agile world, yeah? You're an agile delivery manager by trade. I am, indeed. Why aren't you using Trello? So I do for some projects and some like mini pro- I say project, mostly mini projects. So if it's a little thing that we have to deal with, it could be at work, it could be at home. Um, it could, even this, you know, verbal diary, I spun up a quick verbal diary Trello board so we can sort of get an idea of what we wanted to do and some of the stuff to get it ready. Um, I I know you're not a big fan, so I've not really pushed it too much. Um, and I do find it useful for sort of other mini projects we have going on at work as well. So it could be like a very short-lived, you know, I don't know, it, it, Typical admin stuff you have to do in a management role. You know, it should be just like, oh, we need to re- or reorganize this or set up an event or a joint meeting. Um, it's all right for that. But anything bigger than that, we then we do generally jump back into Jira or Confluence, which is the other suite of tools that can be useful for that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what's your take on Trello? I think for, for those who aren't familiar with these sorts of tools, um, we're talking about the ability to set up what what you might call a Kanban board. So this is a essentially a list of items which could be considered tasks, but not always, um, which could fall into multiple categories. For instance, uh, you could have items that are not started. You could have items that are in progress. You could have items that are done. And each item has a description that can be as detailed as you like. And you can track what goes on with each item. And so if you're working collaboratively, you can agree uh, with your team to move an item, for instance, from uh, one column to another, so into in progress, you can attach notes to that, attachments, etc. Um, and and it's quite a nice system if you're working in a team uh, to sort of manage tasks. Um, and Kanban and things like Agile, which things you can Google really. Um, so 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 these are good collaborate. You know, Trello is a good collaborative tool. It, it has some foibles. Um, Jira is a significantly richer sort of version of Trello, I suppose. It's, it's quite different, but uh, it, it offers a lot of the same capabilities as Trello. Um, 
Trello is great in some ways. It's it's really quick. Uh, you can set stuff up really quickly. It's it's very sort of intuitive. You can move stuff around, drag stuff around. It's got reasonable mobile apps, etc. Um, but I hate it. I, I hate using it. I hate using it for my own stuff. I'll use it when I'm on Teams and I'm working with other people if they want to use it. Thank you though for not pushing it too hard. Um, I just find it. It's 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 too. Again, it's too open. It's too free form. I want something with a little bit of structure, ideally something that fits with my mindset, but, but I really want something with just a little bit more structure than Trello. And I find either my Trello boards end up a little bit too complicated or probably not complicated enough to actually represent what's really going on. Uh, I also find the individual items in Trello when you want to look at the detail, I don't particularly enjoy the view of it. I don't think it's nice to look at. So. Generally, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. It's interesting because you say it doesn't suit your mindset and your workflow, um, but it does generally fit most people's workflow. So I'm just curious why your mindset and workflow is a little bit different to everyone else. Um, so I know what you mean. It's it's it is a it is too open and. It, I've seen people completely ruin Trello and use it incorrectly. You know, it's not that when you say like you can do agile projects with it, you can do basic Kanban workflows with it, but you can't rapidly manage a whole, you know, dependency management projects or stuff with it. But they try to do it with it. You just think, you know what, you need to step back and find a tool that's more suitable. Um, and so when you say it, it's too open, what what sort what what sort of limitations would you like to see in that sort of application what which apps do work well for you so i'm not not saying i want limitations necessarily but i want some structure to work within okay i I want i i need to be constrained a little bit i I feel Um, in many ways james well indeed i i don't think that i necessarily work in a different way to other people i just feel that i what i need is some constraints i need some limits on what I can actually do. So I, I've really delved in to a number of different pretty common types of tools for, for managing tasks. So we mentioned um, outlining before. I've gone through long periods of using outlining tools. They provide a little bit of structure. Most, though, um, just it's a little bit the tooling is a little bit weak for me. So I, I want to have better search for capabilities. I, with outlining, I always end up with um, documents that are way too big and and I just find them a little bit difficult to navigate. So I quite like outlining. I like the idea of outlining. I like being able to just see everything that's going on. But I haven't yet really landed on a tool that I like. Um, the next one on my list is, is Dynalist, which um, I know is, is, is a little bit different. It has some additional features that might help me, particularly being able to focus in on one section of your outline. Um, but I haven't really got around to looking at that. The other thing, the other apps that I've really tried are your traditional workflow style to-do apps, which are available um, on all sorts of platforms out there, that some of which will loosely or perhaps quite tightly conform to the GTD methodology, the getting things done or get things done methodology. Have Mm -hmm. you come across this? Um, I'm aware of the concept of getting S done. I like to call it instead. Um, Do you mean which, we're sort, shit? We're sort of apps. Yeah, we can say shit, right? Kids aren't listening. 
I, I'm saying shit, whether you like it or not. Um, <laughs> Getting shit done. It's, it's, it's a bit more uh, eloquent. Um, yeah, <laughs> maybe. But anyway, you, anyway, what, what apps have, have you been looking at with this? So I've used a, a number, as I say. Um, so there's there's all the traditional ones that that uh, if you listen to lots of other tech podcasts, you'll you'll sort of hear about. Are we a tech podcast? I'm not sure I can say other tech podcasts because we're not really a tech podcast, but except for today. Um, so um, I've used um, things like Todoist, Wonderlist when it was around before Microsoft uh, gutted it. Um, I've used um, To Do, which is the number two. Do uh, I've right. used Things and I've used various other uh, similar apps in that vein. And right now, I'm I've been using To Do for about four months now, um, mm. and I'm literally on the verge of of dumping it. And we're going to try an app called Tick Tick, which um, beyond its silly name and the fact that the Mac app, I'm just not completely sold on it. It doesn't have enough keyboard shortcuts for me, but but still, it 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 it's got a couple of features that I'm I'm looking to have and that more closely resemble outlining for me in or some of the benefits of outlining. And the main one is when you have a t- task instead of just having a notes field, um, you also have a comments section. So uh, this is actually really designed for when you collaborate with others. Um, I'm, I'm only collaborating with myself on these sorts of tasks in general. So um, I like the idea that I've got notes, I can describe my task, I can add things, attachments, images, whatever it is that I need in there to allow me to understand what the task is. But I can also attach comments which allow me to give little status updates. So if I look at a task one day, act upon it, but don't complete that task, then the next day I can see that little status update as a comment rather than okay. as just another line in the notes. And I, I'm going to give that a go. Um, I also think To-Do's got a couple of weaknesses for me. The Mac app is okay. It's got loads of keyboard shortcuts. I'm very fast with it. But I don't love the way it looks. In fact, quite the opposite. I'm not a fan of the way it looks. Uh, I don't. I don't massively like um the feel of the app it just feels really clunky to me um and on 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 ios it, I, i'm not a fan of the app and i i found myself avoiding using it on the iphone which is a bad thing because i'm often needing to use it should be using it so i'm going to try this app tick tick i've tried things I, I think tick tick is probably different enough from to do and things that it's worth me giving it a go i think in the long run if I can find an outlining app I'm happy with, that's where I'm going to end up. But right now, I haven't quite found that yet. So I, I'm going to go to TickTick, and the next one I'm going to try will be Dynalist, and I'll go back to trying outlining again. Um, TickTick's mobile apps are really nice, really pretty. Everything's lovely. Uh, they've got a pure black theme for the iPhone X with its OLED screen, which for me is actually quite important. Um, so I'm just in the process of transferring tasks across. And that in itself is quite an interesting process. It, it It's forcing me to work out which tasks I actually care about. So I'm actually drop. Whenever this happens, I always end up dropping a load of stuff I thought I needed to do, didn't, don't need to do, but I'm very bad at curating the list. Uh, certainly in to do. Sounds like you need a to do app to check check off to do apps. Well, yeah, well, I've got that. Um, so as well as all that, so for my personal stuff, I have a completely different setup. Um, oh wow! But, but cu- there's a couple of couple of important features on on the work side that uh, that I use in all of these apps, which is 
reminders and, and time-based reminders. So um, not every task, but all the tasks that, are in, that have to be done within a certain amount of time, I do set timed reminders on. So that's, I find that critically important. Um, so that, that's really important. But yeah, my, my personal setup's totally different. So for my personal setup, I use an app, I'm, well, I've just switched about three weeks ago, and I, I'm really happy with it at the moment, to an app called Dew, D-U-E. D-U-E. You come mm. across this? So I remember it's, it's... one called Tudu. It was like, um, it was a web-based one, T-E-U-D. So T-E-U-X-D-E-U-X. Yeah, yeah was, I've used that as well. Yeah, that was a good one from the old time. Oh, Swiss Miss made it, I think. Still there. Still there. Um, Still yeah, so Jew is a. Uh, my, my favorite feature about Jew is basically you say to it, remind me of something at 10 o'clock, and 10 o'clock comes and you ignore your reminder. Every five minutes it will keep reminding you until you just force it to go away one way or another. But doesn't reminders do that when you just hit snooze? No, that's the thing with Jew. You don't have to even hit snooze, it just pings you. And it automatically snoozes for five minutes. Ah, okay, right. So it's automatically so, just hitting snooze for you. Yeah, so what I will often do um, when my reminder comes up, if I'm sitting on my Mac, for instance, is I just, I just I'm in the middle of something else. I, I just dismiss that. I don't even, I don't snooze it. I just say, go away, go away. Yep. And five minutes later, it comes back, whether I like it or not, until it's done. It's like me. <laughs> it is like, a, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like an annoying no ADM. <laughs> Um, and, and I quite like the apps for it. it it's okay. It's actually quite a decent um, Apple Watch app. Um, and what I like, what I do like about it is that it can suck in reminders from the inbuilt reminders app. So I've got it set on my iPhone to, to pull all the reminders from Apple's reminders app and then delete them there. So it means I can do it by voice. I can use Siri to add a reminder and it'll end up in due. I can add a reminder on any of my devices and because those are... Um, Apple reminders all sync. Eventually, it ends up in due. So that's pretty cool. I that's like that. quite nice. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, it's got it's, it's it's got some nice little features in there. So that's that's pretty much what I'm using for my personal sort of task system. But if if you looked in the tasks in there, mostly they're recurring things, and um, mostly they're pretty trivial. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. you know, take out the bins, get you know, do do this, do that. Um, very, very, very small things, and then the odd extra one appears in there if there's actually something else to do. But in in my personal life, I don't end up with a huge number of tasks on a normal day to day basis, so I don't. I'm, I'm not a big user of this app. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact you can do the voice control stuff. I mean, we've talked about Alexa and stuff like that in the past. And does it is this stuff that you kind of use a lot for task management, or do you just kind of ignore and? Yeah, rely on Siri to try to get it right for you. Um, I'm happy for Siri to make its best effort. Often it gets the text wrong, which is really irritating. Uh, But um, you know, you kind of have to just get on with it. It, it's fine. Uh, Yeah, I'm. It's fine. So so it works well enough for me. (laughs) It works well enough for me, so I can say, "Hey Siri." Remind me of this thing that's important to me tomorrow at nine thirty, and off and running. So that's 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 what I'm using. What, what do you use in your personal life? Personal life, I think, like I said before, um, reminders just works. Like you, it's I've not got any of these clever add-ons like Jew, which I will definitely have a look at. Um, 
But Jew's good for that. And I think the other thing I, I've fell into a trap of since I've become a bit of a project manager is trying to project manage all the things in my life. Um, you know, last year we were doing a bit of renovation work in the house and I naturally fell into the trap of spinning up a Trello board and breaking down every item that I had to do, putting some realistic time frames around them as well. And it, it just pissed my wife off. She's like, I'm not, I'm not falling into your world of bloody tech and task management. She knows exactly what needs to be done and what happens in a woman's mind is well beyond this podcast. Um, but I think, like they say, from personal like lifestyle management, I will just use reminders. Even the shopping, you know, if, if I'm sitting there on a Saturday morning for the weekend thinking, ah, hang on, we're going to need that at some point, I'll just jump back into reminders and just set them there because it's, it's a lot easier. Um, especially when you know, you know the shop you've got to be near. I love the fact that you can just remind you when you're nearby. You know, that, that's really sweet sort of tool. Um, uh, and holidays, that's the other one I've always fallen into a trap of. You know, it's sort of, right, what do we need to sort out for the holiday? We've got sort of car rentals and parking and flights and, you know, even the little bits like mosquito repellent. And again, it fell into a, I didn't use, no, I stuck to reminders for the holiday. So at least I can group stuff together on a single list. Uh, and it works that way. And you know what? Why make it any more complicated? Hmm. Interesting. So, so that 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 brings us into a neat, neat little subject, actually, which is lists. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're using reminders, Apple reminders, for lists. I do. Yes, I like to categorise using. You know, I've got a general sort of list for shopping, for uh, what else have I got? Um, house. It could be um, the kids. You know, if it's school or you know parties and stuff like that. You know, I, I like to use them to categorise properly and give them some colour coding as well. Have you not sort of looked into that yet? Well, I don't use reminders for lists, I'm afraid. Okay, I've got, interesting. I've got another solution for that. What's that then? So I use a lists app for lists. Isn't it just the same thing though? <laughs> oh, it's not the same thing. Go on. It, it's not the same thing. So I use an app called AnyList for lists. Um, right. And AnyList is awesome. Love it. Brilliant app. So um, you can do everything by voice. Hey Siri, add peanut butter to my, my shopping list using AnyList. Done. Uh, I can do it with Alexa. So I can say, Alexa, add peanut butter to my shopping list. And does that go onto your any list list? It, go, it, it went into any list, and I don't actually need to uh, get peanut butter because we've got peanut butter. Um, I'm I'm a big big fan of uh, of any list. It does some great stuff. So so when you're building up a shopping list, it automatically categorizes the items on your shopping list into categories. So for instance, if I add on, let's say I add on chicken, yeah. And then I might say, okay, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have some chicken. And then, and then I might want some butter. And then I might need some bread. And then I might need, uh, let's say, eggs. And then I might need, some, let's say, some celery. Um, and then I might want some peppers. And then uh, I might want some pears. Um, and what about, should we get some apples? Um, and You're just telling me your shopping list right now. 
I've literally just been creating a random shopping list. And what it's done is it's created automatic. I've just quickly added all those items and it's created categories for bakery, cooking and baking. Peppers has gone in there for some reason. Um, dairy, meat and produce. So it, it's automatically categorized things. And I believe it can do. you can do things like tell it the order that your supermarket is is ordered in and it will reorder wow. the items into into the right can it order do the shopping for me as well that'd be freaking amazing i wish it could i wish it could uh, but i don't think it can um it's not just shopping lists so we used it so we had some work done on the house a couple of months ago we just it was just a handyman came and fixed about six or seven different things that were totally broken um mm-hmm. and so i created the list i shared it with my wife who was going to be here when when this person came and she could just go through the list with him and and he did the jobs as 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 it went along um we do it for holidays so if we want to know what to pack and uh, you know you can save all of these lists and and keep them and it's it's a great it's a great little app so um it's i think it's a, a subscription app um i can't remember how much it wasn't it wasn't expensive and um we use it a little bit it's not it's not an app i use every day but when you, I want a list, this is the one. It sounds pretty cool. And I like the idea that it groups it and it's got that intelligence to work out how to do that. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's where things are moving now, with machine learning just sort of taking over. Um, the, well, this is, that, that's just lists. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's how much machine learning is involved in that. But um, <laughs> It might not be machine learning, but it's definitely some intelligence in there, right? Because it's got to determine what things are. You're right. There's some intelligence in there. Well, but the best thing about any list is it's got a great Apple Watch app. Ah, even better. So as you're walking around, it's all there on your Apple Watch, and you can use it from there. So yeah, strong recommendation for any list from me. So there's there's quite a lot of stuff in 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 there that we've sort of talked about. Um, there's one other thing. What about um? Do, do you use any sort of countdown apps? Countdown. As in, mm. like, for towards a holiday, for again, for example. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> it's a simple answer. And do you? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> hence, I asked. So, I, I have tried about 20 of these apps before I found one that was even oh my Lord. what I wanted. Um, it's called Countdowns. Unfortunately, searching in the App Store for the word Countdowns gives you every Countdown app except this one for some reason. Did it give you the Countdown theme? If you search for it in Apple Music, I suspect it will. Um, <laughs> so I use this for all of like major events. So I've got you know, days out that I've got coming up that I'm excited about, holidays, people's birthdays, wedding anniversaries, and all this stuff. But also what I like is... Um, I use it for tracking events in the past. How long ago did I do this thing or that thing? And so it keeps counting even after the event. So, for instance, I've got um, one of those American-style fridge freezers with a water thing on the front of it. Right. And And there's a filter. And I like to change the filter every four months. But I'm always forgetting, when did I change the filter? Well, I can tell you, I changed the filter this weekend, um, and I put the date into this app, and it says you don't need oh, a well, countdown app for that. <laughs> and I said, well, "When did it?" And it, well, well, it's it, no, but uh, it's it's more of a count up app at this point. So okay. I can the app's got when did fridge filter changed one day ago, which is correct. So is this a dedicated app that you just look at to see how long things ago were or are coming up to? Yes. 
Okay. Do you look at him much? Enough. Okay. It it it's uh, not not that often. It's got notifications. So for the events I I care about, I've set up notifications like a week before. I think um, that, that's nice. the thing for me now because I, I don't see the value in just having loads of counters running in the background of my phone. Really? Not really, no. I, no but there's clearly a market for it, though. I'm missing a trick, clearly. I think you are missing a trick there. Um, mm. I, I'm really very uh, excited about having all of these capabilities that um, all of these apps are giving me. Now, I'm not saying I'm using them all and that not all these apps stick, but it, it's enough that I, I feel like I'm getting value from all of this stuff. Maybe I'm not. Well, if you're getting some value from it, perfect. I think I need to have a play with it and work out the be- the, a good context for it. I think even for like, I've been going back to my sort of job title, you know, my job role as project manager, it'd be nice to have those sort of visual indicators. We have X amount of days to get this project done. I mean, it's not the best way of working, but sometimes projects require deadlines. And for people to see that visualization, it will help either realize, oh, pressure's on, or oh, crap, we are going to miss it, or whatever it might be. Um, on my phone, probably less so. I'm thinking more big screen. So, how do these apps work on sort of a, a, like a, a proper an actual TV? Are there TV versions or equivalents of it, or web equivalents you can use? Not that I'm aware of. I've okay. specifically gone and looked at stuff for my phone. Yeah. So, we'll, I'll have to see what you've done with yours and uh, work out how it might work for me. And maybe, maybe it doesn't work for you. I don't no. think I, I don't think you should assume that it's going to be the right thing for you. I think it's it's one of those things. Maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't work for you. And you know what? If it doesn't work for you, that's absolutely fine. Absolutely. Many things don't work for me. Most technology, quite frankly. <laughs> well, hence this podcast. But exactly. Um, <laughs> but no, I think uh, I think you know it's, it's it's really easy to dismiss these things uh, as as a bit silly. And you know what? Some of them are a little bit silly. I'd say 95% of the app store is silly apps. You know, it's, it, they're scratching an itch and a few people might jump on them. But, you know, the, these things that you're talking about are clearly tapping into a market that need it as well. Yeah, so certainly for me, it, it works for me. It's doing what I want in the way I want. Um, you may not have a similar experience. I vaguely remember a tweet from you asking about countdown apps. Now you've said that all this as well. So was that? Yeah, there, there were a lot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there were a lot of apps suggested. We we use Twitter well. So I, I guess that today's show has ended up being in the theme of sort of organising your life a little bit. Yeah, your whole now, life. What else? What else do you use to organise your life? Anything? Um my better half normally she's pretty good at doing that for us um <laughs> and i guess yeah i think life-wise it, i just tend to stick to the typical apple ecosystems and see what works for me and occasionally i'll get a notepad out you can't beat a post-it and uh, a notepad just get get it on a whiteboard and can ban your life campaign your life i know you're cringing at all this i'm saying at least we've got a title for the podcast now campaign your life 
<laughs> can ban your life in another universe. That 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 would be the title of a Spice Girls song. <laughs> Not quite as catchy, but definitely uh, <laughs> just a shit. <laughs> Are we done? I think we're done. Yeah, Are I think done? that's enough for this episode. So I guess if people want to get in contact with us, they can always tweet at Verbal Diary Show or myself personally at Sai or yourself at Nautils. Um We've also got the Facebook page or you've even got the website, verbaldiary.show, which should hopefully be on a much faster server when you pick this up. And obviously you can subscribe in iTunes and pending approval, Google Play as well. Until next time. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.